Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, May 2nd edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Monday, Tuesday, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, what's going on in May already, eh? Crazy. Yeah, it's going quick, man. Yeah, all good. Hello. How about you? Pretty good, man. Glad to have you here, as always, Marcel. Glad to have you guys in the chat. Looking forward to recapping UFC Vegas 53, some other MMA cards, like PFL was also this uh, past week as well, so... Lots to talk about Marcel. Uh, how's everything going though? Well, otherwise, man, doing good. How's your new job and everything with uh, those guys at your support? All good, all good, man. Um, yeah, all good. What can I say? Just all good. Um, yeah, same old. All man. good. Yeah, <laughs> nothing changed. So yeah, Marcel's doing great. So I do want to mention this. I have a work trip at the end of the month, Marcel. I just found this out. I'm going to the states for uh, a week to Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's on May 25th. You know what the good thing is. We don't have uh, UFC that week, uh, sure. May 23rd, I mean. So there's no UFC that week. But I'm still going to figure out a way so we could do the podcast that week, maybe the day before or something before I go. But I still mm-hmm. want to do it, you know. I still want to do the recap. We'll be recapping. Um, well, there's a card coming up. It's not very good. But we'll oh, that's recapping. the home Fiera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, and then the week after, there's no card, right? So it's good. Mm-hmm. It's actually good timing. So anyways, I just want to mention that because that one week will be a little different. But this week will be today, the recap, and then tomorrow, UFC uh 274 full preview looking forward to talking about that with you marcel 15 fights man and uh one new fight i added uh andre fialu against cameron van camp so looking forward to talking about tomorrow let's look at the chat here what's going on buddy what's going on joe one of our favorites here in the chat glad to have you here my friend so let's uh let's start with recapping ufc vegas 53 marcel we'll go through that card Mm -hmm. as we always do uh i I figured to be a tough card It, it really turned out to be i think um you know, it, for me anyways, like, I felt like it was a pretty difficult card to pick. Um, you know, one of those, it was kind of a rough night for me, honestly, as far as the bets go. Just couldn't really get them right, you know. Um, it happens though, right, Marcel? Like, it's just, you know, you can't be right a- every week. And it's crazy, right? Because we talked about PFL, like, briefly. Got every pick right in that card. And then UFC comes around, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do good. Six and five, you know. It is what it is, right? I don't know how you did, but I felt like it was a pretty difficult card, personally. What'd you, what did you think? Yeah, I also didn't do well, but I didn't even count it after the co-main event. I was like, fuck it. So <laughs> You were pissed, uh, eh? Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about that in a second. Sense. Yeah, we're going to talk about Hey, Tristan. Yeah, that was... <laughs> wow, we're going to talk about that in a second. Let's start with the main event, okay? We're going to start with the main event, work our way down as we always do. Marlon Vera defeats Rob Font via unanimous decision. I mean, it was an amazing fight. Um, so I, I got a lot of thoughts about this fight. I mean, first off, you know, seeing Font come in overweight definitely worried me. I, I picked him. I was like, I wasn't like 100% confident, obviously, because obviously, I thought Cheeto was a great fighter. I think Cheeto was a great fighter, I should say. Um, but, you know, like I said, there was things making me lean towards Font. The, the weight cut definitely impacted my uh, the thought process more so. I was like, oh, man. I'm like, damn it. You know, because it always throws a wrench into things. It's like, okay, every, you know, it's just something you can't really account for when a guy comes in overweight. Um, but ultimately, I'm not even sure if that really was the difference in this fight because I think Font looked really good in this fight. Like the first round, first round and a half, first five minutes, first nine minutes and 50 seconds, he looked incredible, Marcel. He looked like one of the best band weights in the world, which he is. And then at the end of the second round, gets dropped, swings the round. Third round, he's winning that whole round, gets dropped. At the end of the round, swings the round. Fourth round, same thing. And the fifth round, he lost. So there's a lot to talk about this fight. I mean, listen, Rob Font landed 271 significant strikes compared to 159 from Marlon Vera. Not only is it the biggest differential for a losing fighter in UFC history, 112 strike differential, and he lost the fight. It's also the third most significant strikes landed in a UFC fight of all time. Of all time, Marcel. The only two more 
where Max Holloway gets Calvin Cater and Max Holloway gets Brian Ortega. And he still lost the fight because it's MMA and knockdowns are huge and knockdown swing rounds. And I had no problem with scoring this fight for Marvin Vera. It's the right scorecard. It's just crazy to me because I thought Font fought such a good fight, Marcel, for the first four minutes and 50 seconds of that second round and was cruising. And it gets dropped and it just, he's never recovered after that. And they got dropped again twice. I'm amazed he survived the five rounds. I can't believe this fight went the five rounds, seeing the way his face looked. Credit to Cheeto, pulled off the win. I'm just saying, guys, the guy landed, you know, third most strikes in UFC history in a fight. I don't know if it was an amazing performance by Cheeto Vera, you know? I'm just saying, like, he will have the job done, Marcel, but when you absorb that many strikes, is it like this incredible performance? He got the job done. Just saying. You know, those knockdowns were the key to him winning the fight. Definitely won the fight. All praise to him. We got a 100K bonus, Marcel, because fought in this weight. But, like I said, man, I mean, he, he, you know, he, he did have a good guard. It didn't look like his face was damaged, but the strike count doesn't lie. So, I just want to hear your thoughts on this, man. It was, just, it was a weird fight. Like, I don't, I can't remember a fight like this where a guy was really the driver's seat for most of the fight, but several key knockdowns lost in the fight. I want to give your thoughts, man. Give your thoughts. Yeah, man, I, I think the weight cut had something to do with it. You know, I think yep. Font looked dehydrated on the scale and he yep. still was over two and a half pounds. And you can take less on your chin, right? If, if, if yep. those things happen. And Font was looking really good. And let's be honest, he was also winning probably the second and the third round until he got heavily knocked down and almost got finished. So you got to give yep. those rounds to Vera, you know, yep. second and third. Fourth round, he got uh, dropped, I think, in the middle of the round somewhere. And yep. Vera could have gone full blast, but he didn't. He waited. And he let Font came back, but he won the round. Fifth round, also Vera. And he had him staggered at a certain moment, but wasn't a knockdown. But yeah, overall, I, I tweeted out like, uh, it's possible to win 14 minutes and 30 seconds of the first three rounds and still behind 2-1. You know, and somebody said this moronic tweet. It's not a moronic tweet. It makes sense if you watch the fight. So, um, you know, it's it's like Font was winning the pretty much the first, the second, and third round, but only the last part of the second and third round he was losing. But he was losing so badly in those yep. last two, in, in the second and third round, in the last part, they almost got finished in both rounds. So, got to give it to Vera, like I said. Fourth round, clear Vera. And for fifth round, was also for Vera, so 49-46. I saw some some people scored a 49-43. Are you kidding me? Um, that don't, that does, 10-8 doesn't make no. sense, dude, if if you only win, like, 15 seconds of the last round in the second and third. But, uh, yeah, man, well done by, by Vera, you know. Um, I mean, without those knockdowns, obviously Font would have won the fight probably. But yeah. you can't say that actually because yeah, those knockdowns have a heavy influence on this fight, you know. Yep. And um, yeah, well done by Vera. And also, uh, I saw people, and I see now Glenn also saying in the chat like uh, Jason House, an idiot for only asking twenty percent of the of the uh, of the how do you say that of the money from Font. The thing is, uh, maybe if they ask for forty percent. Font said, like, yeah, I don't accept that, and the fight won't go on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And for Vera, it's a huge chance to get in the top five, which he will be tomorrow, yeah. I think. So, yeah, you got a yeah. – and you got 100K, you know? Yeah. 100K extra, so it's nice. 100K extra plus the 20% of Font's purse, yeah. plus his purse, plus his win bonus. He did really Font, well. Font does it make 10 plus 10, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. Font's doing well. Like, you know, he mm -hmm. probably makes – I don't know. What do you think Font makes? 100 and 100 maybe? I mean, he's main event in this fight, so possibly. I would say 90 yeah, something like that. 90. I just want to clear something up too because you brought that up about the weight cut. Okay, so 
halfway through the second round, I tweeted, man, I'm like, font looks amazing. What, what about this bad weight cut? And then he gets dropped about a minute later. I'm like, shit. I'm like, that, that tweet's not going to look very good in hindsight. So I delete it. And then they put it in the broadcast. I'm like, guys, it was already deleted. It was before the knockdown happened. It looked, it reflected poorly on me, right? Obviously. I'm like, why did they put this up? Because obviously the chin was impacted once you see the knockdown. Before that, though, you couldn't really say that. But once you saw that, and I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I wasn't quick enough to delete it. You know, it is what it is. I just want to make, make that clear, though, because it wasn't like I said that at the end of the round. I said mm -hmm. it halfway through the round. So now, Marcel, I'm just going to wait until the round's over to say anything because I don't want that happening. I always again. do that. I always yeah, do that. now I know. Now I know. So it is what it is. It happens, you know. Um, not a big deal. But I just wanted to mention that because I'm not sure someone was like, why did he say that, right? I was wondering myself. I'm like, how did they find this? I deleted it two minutes ago, guys. Like, I tweeted <laughs> about two minutes into the, the third round, uh, second round, because he looked amazing. He was looking amazing, Marcel. He really was. Putting together combination. Again, he wants Marcel from a strikes landing perspective. He got uh, more strikes landed every round. Oh, That's also, right. by the way, the fifth round, the fifth round. Do you think that Marlon really did win the round? I mean, it was kind yeah. of close. Like, you thought the, thi the thing is, he he had him again staggered at a certain moment. Yeah. And I, I get it was a close round, and that's why I gave it to him, you know. Um, Font couldn't do anything a lot anymore. He still outlanded him in all five rounds. It's crazy, you know. But I still gave it to Vera, you know, yeah. and uh, four to one. Um, yeah, those knockdowns. You know, remember the fight, and that's not really a good comparison, but remember the fight between Piotr Jan and Jimmy Rivera? Yeah, it's very similar, actually. Yeah, but, I mean, it wasn't that, he wasn't that uh, damaged, you know, Rivera. But the first two rounds, he did very well against Jan, but Jan dropped him in the last 15 seconds twice, you know, yeah. where Jan stole the round pretty much. Yeah, but so. honestly, man, for me, like, I'm kind of like a perfectionist in a way, you know what I mean? So, like, I... It, it pissed me off they put that up there because I say that because it obviously my, my thoughts changed 30 seconds later when he got dropped. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, I'm gonna now I know gonna wait till the end of the round, right? That's what I'm gonna start doing from now on. No more mid-ground tweeting. Like if they had put it up halfway through the round, I wouldn't have minded. But because it, it happened at the end, it just made me look like a dumbass, which I mean my pick sucked because I picked Font to win. So I could be you can call me a dumbass for that, but as far as the take goes, at the time. Fong looked incredible, man. He really did. Like he looked like one of the best. He, he landed over 100 significant strikes in the first two rounds, Marcel. That's like a most guys could do in like three rounds total. You um, know? The four I'm, rounds. Even. I'm not gonna lie, man. After I saw him missing weight with yeah. two and a half pounds, and I saw him dehydrated on the scale, it scared me. You know, Same I here, was dude. like, Same. I, I, I was talking to my dad about it uh, the day after, and I was like. Yep. Man, I said, who you pick? He's like, I'm picking Vera. I was yeah. like, man, I pick Fun, but I'm really scared he might have yeah. a chin issue if it goes far. Well, you know, I, I do think that just in general, he's taking a lot of damage the last yeah, two true, fights, you know? true. Like, I do think the weight cut obviously hurt him, but just mm -hmm. the last two fights. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys, I mean, I'm one of the people that says every podcast, like, if, you, if you're cutting all this weight, your chin's going to be compromised. So I obviously know that. It just, like I said, I just, ugh. It didn't. It didn't sit well with me, Marcel. And the worst part is, I had deleted it before they even put it up, so they must have saved it somehow. Now I know what they're doing. They're saving the tweets. Now I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, I felt the same way, man. When I saw him miss, I asked Anita. I'm like, uh, "What do we do now, Anita?" I'm like, "We both picked him, but he missed weight, right?" She's like, "Well, how much did he miss by two and a half pounds?" She's like, "Oh man, that's tough." Because usually, if a guy misses by like half a pound, Anita's like, "Just stick with your pick and don't worry." Like you know, like Arce a few weeks ago, like. No, I didn't pick him, but I was saying like something like that. Or Askarov last year when he fought Benavidez, he missed by one pound. I was like, oh, shit, he missed weight, right? She's like, just don't worry, but it's one pound. Like, could have been a miscalculation. 
But when it's two and a half pounds, you have to wonder what else was going on. You know what I mean? So he says it's a miscalculation, but I don't know. Um, yeah, hey, John, what's up? He's talking about Cheeto's defense. It looked good. I mean, listen, I don't know. Like, these numbers don't really – like, I'm going to stick with the numbers because they are what they are, but were the 271 significant strikes landing to the head or were they to the gloves and the shoulders and stuff? That's what I'm wondering because I think he blocked a lot of the shots personally, mm-hmm. you know? So we have to go with the numbers more so that's the official numbers, but I'm just saying, like, it's one of those fights where the numbers don't tell the story. Like, I had a friend, he he didn't watch the card. He messaged me today. He goes, he sends me that 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 meme that's going around of the biggest strike differential. He's like, how did he win the fight, man? How did Vera win when it was like this? I'm like, dude, you just have to watch the fight. Like, you that's why numbers they're they're good to know, Marcel, but they, they're in context, you have to know them. Wow. And I told him, like, he won four minutes and fifty seconds of round two and three and got knocked down and lost the rounds. That's what happened, you know. Yeah. If he didn't get knocked down, he would have won. Actually, one judge did score the second round for him. They still yeah. scored it for him, which is kind of crazy to me, but it is what it is. Adam, what do you mean here? He did find the injury. I don't know about an injury, man. I think it was a miscalculation. Also, like, he was on vacation recently in the Bahamas. When I, I listened to James' interview with him, I was I was like, why is he in the Bahamas, you know? It's easy to say this stuff looking back, right? It's yeah. really easy to. But it was something that I thought about last week. I'm like, this guy was just on vacation. Now, you know, not that I thought he would miss weight, but – I just wasn't sure like how much he was training, you know? That's the thing that kind of I was like, who takes a vacation in the middle of their training camp? It's kind of weird, right? But apparently they had called him like short notice to fill in. They needed an opponent, right? So mm-hmm. like to see the PFL cage would score that fight. I think they might still give the second round to him, honestly, because the, the strike differential was pretty high. But the knockdowns are so key, guys. Like I think in most cases, you knock someone down, you'll win the round, you know? Most cases. Not not always, but most cases. Only, uh, the home Vieira card. What's up, Nicola? I I think that they're still probably going to add some fights to that card. I don't know, no. Marcel. Do you have anything? No, I think I so too. I don't know any, but I think maybe so. like some canceled fights could get added. Like guys that need fights, fonts punches in phase where I know it was crazy. You right? know, Adam, I don't I don't understand why you make like a pay per view card with fifteen fights and the day and the and the week after and the week after that you have ten fights lined up. It's yeah, like, it's kind of so weird. weird. I know. And the thing is, you know, truthfully, I think it's better if they fight in Nevada because they don't get taxed there in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And the other states, like, I, I don't know, actually, Texas, they might not get taxed, to be honest right. with you. Oh, this is not Texas, it's Arizona. I'm pretty sure they're getting taxed. So you would think that the guys would want to fight, you know, up the road in, in, in Nevada because there's no state tax, I don't believe. I don't think Font looked much better or worse than he did in Aldo fight. Just Chios isn't good as Aldo. Font's issues still glared through the same. Yeah. Font's a good fighter, man, I still think. But, yeah, it is what it is. Anyways, I see you guys saying that the tweets, that's funny. Yeah, it is what it is. Like I said, it wasn't like I said at the end of the round. I know it looks like that. Trust me. <laughs> you guys think Font came back too soon? Yeah, maybe. He might have, man. He might have. And yeah, John, I agree. I mean, listen, I am. I think the numbers are important, man. See, like when I was a kid, I loved baseball. I still love baseball, right? But baseball is all about numbers, you know? So I've now over the years, the, the numbers are more prevalent in the UFC. I do think there's they're something you can really help you pick fights. I really do. But they can be misleading sometimes. And if you just looked at the numbers, you might think Font would have won, right? But, again, you have to watch the fight. That's why we watch the fights, right, Marcel? Yeah, right. Sure. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. Um, robbery of the year. Jay Collier loses to Andre Arlovsky. Uh, this, is a, this is a bullshit decision. You know, it just it, it sucks. You know, I, my tweet came up on this one, too, actually. The second round. I think the second round Arlovsky won. I do, Marcel. You know, you could have given it to Collier, but... He definitely won the first and third rounds, Collier. You know, there's no doubt in my mind he won the first and third rounds. And again, this is a fight where the, the strikes actually are like tied, basically. Um, so it looks really close on paper. But if you watch the fight, you know, it, it sure seemed like Collier was the guy doing all the, all the work. Um, I I think this is a fucking disgusting decision. It's 
it's horrible when someone scores at 30-27 for one guy and the other two have it 29-28 for the other guy. It just doesn't make sense. It just shows that there's something wrong with the judging. Um, it's something something wrong with them that, that night. And, uh, you know, Doug Crosby, I, I mean, he's he's been – he scores a lot of fights. It happens. You're going to be part of controversial decisions. But Sal Diamato, Marcel, this guy is a fucking idiot. And he's ruining the fucking sport. I'm telling you right now. And that tweet – you saw that tweet, Marcel, that Pig Lord found on Twitter from 2013 that I posted yeah. saying, this guy is terrible. Why does he keep getting main events? And that was before the Johnny Hendricks uh, fight, I believe. Let me let me double check. I think he was in that fight with GSP. Let me let me check because um, someone was talking about that. Let me just see what it came down to. That was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That fucker, you know, because Johnny Hendricks won that fight. We all know Johnny I Hendricks agree. won that fight. Yeah. Sal scored at forty eight, forty seven for GSP, and I'm the biggest GSP stand ever. I mean, the Canadian legend but he lost that fight anyways the point is sal is just a bad judge you know i'm tired of people defending his decisions too like oh he's a judge he knows better than you no he doesn't that just because he's a judge doesn't mean like i could have been a judge if i wanted to marcel we could have you could have did it too that could have been your job i don't want to though i just think it's it's, it's stupid you know i just think it's bad for the sport give me your thoughts on the decision because i think it's fucking terrible that's my thoughts I thought I would have been pissed, but you are pissed as well, you know? I'm pissed I picked Orlovsky to win decision, yeah. too. <laughs> so, Dama- Sal D'Amato is a fucking moronic, cross-eyed idiot, you know? Um, I mean, and also Doc Crosby for scoring it for Arlovsky, man. I mean, yeah. you can't score it for Arlovsky, and people are trying to say, like, yeah, it was close, blah, blah, blah. Dude, fuck off, you know? And there are some people on, on Twitter, and I'm not going to say any names, because those are colleagues, but those are acting like they know better than everybody else. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> I, you, you know who you are, fuck off. Um, so everybody who wasn't with their back to the TV or to the to the cage could see that Collier won the first and the third round. It's pretty easy. The, the second round was close. I also scored, scored it for Collier, but I have no problem with people scoring it for Alaski the second round. You know, it was a close round. Could have gone either way, in my opinion. Um, but it was a clear win for Collier, man. I mean, what is the the problem with people saying like, "Oh, it was close"? The thing is, people should stop with um, with pretending that something is right because they want somebody to win. You know, I understand Arlovski is a big fan favorite. I love Arlovski as well. I know you do as well, Adam. You know, and we wish him all the best. He's a legend in the sport. But if he loses a fight, you should be manning up. To say he loses and don't come on Twitter or on whatever uh, platform, try to defend the scorecard, which is bullshit, you know. I, I, or saying, Why do you have to defend these judges? Let them defend yeah. themselves. Like, I don't get it either. I really don't, yeah. But it's, it's also people who want to discuss with you who bet on Arlovsky and they're going to discuss with you, like, yeah, but he won, fuck off, dude. Uh, <laughs> just only come with a discussion if you're not biased, you know what I mean? I'm not biased in this one. I picked Collier to win the fight, you know. Yeah. But if Arlovsky won the fight, I would have said Arlovsky won the fight. You know what I mean? And I was sure that Collier was going to get the decision. And then I heard it was a split decision. And then I was sure that Arlovsky would have got the decision when I heard it was a split. Because there are morons judging nine nine out of ten times. Even Adelaide Burt was there, but she didn't judge this fight, thank God. You know? Because that would have been unanimous for Arlovsky. Arlovsky Yeah, but I mean, come (laughs) on, man. It's it's like... I mean, we, we are... 
we are not even qualified as judges, but we would have done a better job. You know what I mean? I just want and, the right guy to win the fight. Honestly, that's what it yeah, comes down to. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you know, like I've been betting on the sport forever, right? So that doesn't even factor in my mind anymore. You know, like I mean, Adam, it doesn't matter at all to me. You know what I mean? Like it's just I want the right person to win. You know, at the end uh, of the day, go ahead, Adam. I I got upset for wrong scorecards when you have for example you have uh 50 45 50 45 and if you want idiot 48 47 that's yeah. already annoying me but then at least a good the, the right guy wins now you have the wrong guy yeah winning and and also also all of those media members then after that win for that win for Arlowski gonna put on Twitter amazing Arlowski is on a five fight win streak now or whatever like shut the fuck up you know damn well he is officially on a win streak but why you should tweet it man you know damn well that it's not even a legit win what i mean you know there's yeah. a huge asterisk behind this this one so to to brag about it's just weird to me so yeah. I, I just listen man you know i don't call things uh, uh very many times a robbery Same here i call i called it with maverick against barber and yeah. i call it with this one as well man this is yeah. a blatant bad robbery and duck crosby and sal diamato should get sanctioned for this to be honest you know, know they won't because the nevada state sucks as well and they always stand behind their officials but yeah. they suck as well you know get them out and definitely sell the damaretto fuck him he's always drunk i think i don't know what it's all yeah. you know i i also think collier beat carlos felipe last year i'm just looking at the scorecards ironically enough sal diamato was the one lone guy to score for collier in that fight chris lee had it for carlos felipe. oh chris lee another idea. He, he's another moron he's the guy who had uh Paul Felder beating RDA, and Paul Felder's like, what? <laughs> He's so no, but seriously, in this fight, though, did you see Orlovsky basically ran out of the cage to talk to Jake? Like, like he was like, he knew he lost the fight. His corner told that he was down two rounds more, so they're like, you gotta yeah. finish the fight. And he did come out with urgency, but I just don't think he won the fight. Oh, this is just bad. It's just terrible. You see this all the time to you guys. Like, just every week there's a shit decision it's just so annoying man. but it's it's ruining also the the fun of watching in my opinion because yeah, I know. We, listen i want i'm not biased at all i want the right guy to win the fight that's all i want you know yep. and also imagine arlowski making much money for for him and he deserves it he probably and makes Collier, 100 and 100 right probably yeah, some, maybe more Collier, maybe more maybe i think he makes more 100 so maybe he makes 200 and 200 he might yeah, yeah. and collier all he probably makes 30 and 30, right? 50% like, of his paycheck. This is ridiculous. And he needs that money, you know? Yeah. Like, he doesn't fight that often. I, I just I just feel bad for the dude because, like, really, he should have that win. I don't know if you saw John Anik tweeted at him saying, like, like, sorry, man, like, you know, you got, like, the judges went the wrong way and you should have that green stripe next to you on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. And he should because if you look at his record now, it's always going to say a loss. But mm -hmm. we all know, it again, it wasn't just like that Barber Maverick fight. And there's lots of other fights there, you know. Listen, I don't call robbery very often either. Maybe yeah. like once or twice a year. This was to be the robbery of the year so far, you know? I, I just think it was a really, really bad decision. And again, I know if you look at the numbers, guys, like it looks like it's close, but if you watch the fight, the fact that one had a 327, the other had two had a 29, 28, is, that's, that's bonkers. It would only be worse if one had a 327 for each way, which we have seen before, which is just yeah. crazy when that happens. That's just like, wow. Yeah. You know? let's, let, let's be honest, Adam. The 30-27 for Collier is way more it's right closer than 29-28 Orlovsky. Orlovsky. I agree. I actually agree with you there. Yeah, because I think the second round was close, but I would I would give it to Orlovsky, but the third round and the first round, obviously, Collier won. So, bad decision. You know, it's a bad beat if you if you bet on Collier. It is. And if you bet on Orlovsky, it's honestly like gift money from the, the MMA gods, you know, because he shouldn't have won the fight, man. He really shouldn't have. 
couldn't believe that decision as soon as the card was uh, for Olofsky was ready that he had won the split. Yes, honestly, you said the same thing. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, Arlovsky's going to win this now. We just, you just knew. You just knew. Yeah. Couldn't feel worse for Collier. Brutal. I mean, it really is. It sucks because, like, he definitely needs that money. Put the, the judges in the room, have them break down each round in front of the commission. They should. And they never do. They're never sanctioned, Marcel. They're never, you know, given a, a talking to, you know, never. It's very rare. Referees get way more shit. Like Mario Yamasaki and these guys, like, they were banished from the sport. Steve Mazzagotti, Kim Winslow, they were banished from the sport. Gainaway did everything he could to get rid of them. And they, they're gone now, Marcel. But these judges, they don't care. And I'm looking at Sal's, like, judging record. They've flown him all over the country for these fights. He, California, Jacksonville, Vegas. It makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. Tell me how that makes sense. This guy's a job all over the country giving out shit scorecards. I want his job. Give me his job, guys. Yeah, you easy. You don't, you don't even have to watch the fight. You don't have to watch. You have the right to your scorecard. And you don't have to justify it. Ugh, so frustrating, man. Like, it's just complete garbage, honestly. UFC loves the bad judging, encourages fighters to get the finish. Media love the clicks they get. Can't see a change in television union. That's true. <laughs> He's not wrong about that, honestly. Yeah. Adam Lake, Dana White's just going to say, well, finish the fight then. Don't leave it in the hands of the judges. That's what Dana would say, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I remember Lozon said he thought he lost. We got it. Yeah, against Marcin Held. He should have lost that fight, Joe Lozon. We'll talk about him tomorrow. This is true, uh, West Coast, for the most part. However, when they do go to uh, Abu Dhabi, they pick the judges, and I think they bring him sometimes, right? So that's their fault when they do that, Marcel. You know what I mean? When they go to, like, I understand when you're, like, you know, Vegas, they're going to pick the judges. I get it. But it's just weird to me how this guy is all over the uh, the, the country. And I, I, I agree with this, too. And his face was bashed up. But I think, like, you know, visual damage, damage, I mean, that, that matters, you know? But I still don't think you won the fight, you know? Also, I think those head, but not, sorry, clash of heads, it's, it's Headbutt's a foul. The point's taken away. A clash of heads is an accident. It happened, like, what, five times? It was really weird how many times it happened, right? Dude, that I, weird? I, Andre went to the referee like he's cla- – but he did it to Collier. He said, like, he did that. Yeah. He should have – I think it was the third time when he was to the ref, like, he's hitting me. And I was like, no, you coming forward like this, dude. Yeah. No, I know. I know. All right, let's stop talking about this because it's really making me angry right now. Let's go to the next fight. Joanne, the, 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 the funny thing is, actually, I would I would thought that I was more angry, but I think you're more angry than I. I just don't like when they screw guys over because I know I how much these guys make. They don't make they don't make much money. Let's be honest. Like a guy like Jay Collier doesn't make much money. You know, True. I don't think he does anyway. I mean, we don't know the person for sure, but I would guess he doesn't make a lot because God, unless the UFC paid him his uh, win, which I don't know if they did. I don't. I didn't hear anything about it. Maybe yeah. they did. Hopefully. They All should, right. to be honest. They should. Joe Anderson, Britu defeats Andre Feely by knockout. This was the surprise of the night, right? This was, yeah. uh, you know, there's some guys in the chat last week that said he had a chance. I mean, good good job, good call on this one. I'm not saying I didn't see it coming because, you know, Feely's been off for a while and he's kind of inconsistent, but I still thought he was going to, like, win the fight. He just gets caught and knocked out. So, yeah, man, I mean, this was a big upset and good for this dude. And Feely, you know, Marcel, I'm just looking at the last couple of fights. He's been dropped a couple times now. You know, Jardine dropped him. <laughs> Uh, Miles Jury dropped in the last couple of years, so maybe his chin's going a little bit too. He's been in a lot of fights in his career. I know you interviewed him last week. Mm-hmm. He's talking about fighting since he was in high school, basically, Marcel. Like, he's been fighting for a long time, even though he's pretty young still. Um, but yeah, Brito gets the win. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, we all knew that Brito would have come out guns blazing like he always does. And uh, he got the job done within 41 seconds, I think. Yeah, well done. What else can you say? I think Philly was uh, kind of overwhelmed, I think. Um, 
and Brito got the job done. He did very well. So, uh, yeah, Juani says interview, Mar Marcel's interview curse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think so. So, um, no, actually, no. Barbarina won last time and I interviewed Barbarina. So, um, yeah, it, it was a good win by Brito, you know. And um, what else can we say about it, you know? Uh, I, I, I wonder what they're going to do with Andre Feely, dude. Oh, they just re-signed a new five-fight deal. You interviewed him last week. He told you that, did he not? I think he told you that, right? No, he didn't. He I said to the media not. then. I heard him say it last week. Yeah. He's got a new five-fight deal. So okay. no, then he will get another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marcel interview curse. Oh my god, that's funny. I know Marcel. They got the curse now going. Um yeah. nice job with the Andrew, man. That was a good pick. Um Yeah, I mean, listen, like it, it's one of those fights, like he just got caught. I I mean the fight didn't play out. That's the thing sometimes with these fights that end quick, Marcel. You don't know how they're going to play out if they go on longer, you know? Who knows if his gas tank would have held up, but it didn't matter. He got the win. Huge win for this guy. I don't I don't know if it's enough to get him a top 50 opponent, but it's definitely going to get him somewhat close to the top 15, I would guess. But still, I mean, he just lost to Bill Algie on his last fight, right? Like, we can't forget that. Anyways. All right, next fight here. Grant Dawson defeats Jared Gordon by submission in the third round. Yeah, Grant looked great in this fight, man. I mean, as, as we expected, Marcel, I think. Uh, going to American top team. I looked good. He looked really good and gets the submission. I think that was the most impressive part. Like, he could have just cruised the decision, but he chose to go for it in the third round, late in the third, and get that submission. No bonus, but, you know, I think I think they got the bonuses right, I guess. Although, I, I do think it's kind of crazy that Vera got, you know, 100K when there's some guys like Nathan Levy and Mike Breeden, and they could have used that money too. That was an amazing fight. But mm -hmm. it, I don't think they got the bonuses wrong. I think they were right. Um, but he was close to getting one until Breedu got the knockout, I think. So give me your thoughts on, on Dawson getting the win here. Uh, Dawson did well. I think he was already up two rounds and uh, in the third round, you know, and uh, he had a beautiful back take by by Gordon and he finished the fight. So yeah, very good to get very good win. He said he's the most underrated guy in the division. I don't know, man. You know, the thing is the fight against Leonardo Santos before um, he was. I think he was close losing that fight, and then he knocked him out in the, in the third round. And uh, the the fight against Ricky Glenn. After that, he won the first two rounds and then got 10-8 in the third round and the draw. Yeah. So I think that's because of that. But winning, uh, defeating Jared Gordon via a submission is, is a good win, you know what I mean? So we can look forward. I, I would love to see him against uh, Carlos Diego Ferreira next, for example. Great so. fight. I mean, I, like, all these guys deserve top 15 guys. You keep talking about every week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so crazy. I'm just really pissed off because there's no one in the top 15 fighting right now. I don't get it. If you look at the top 15, Marcel Lightweight, mm. pulling up right now, so you got obviously JT and Oliver fighting. Okay, so we'll talk. Those two guys are out the window. Pori is not fighting. He's waiting for a money fight. Makachev is waiting for Darius, I think. Chandler's fight. Okay, Chandler and Ferguson. Those four guys. Okay, but RDA is not fighting. Where's RDA? Where's Gregor Gillespie? Connor has got hurt, broken um, legs or he's bending it, I guess. So he can't fight. Fiziev, where's he at right now? Where's he at? Armin, I don't know where he's at, but he, I know he wants to fight. Gamrot's been waiting a year to fight. He beat. Jeremy Stevens last July, Marcel, has not fought since then. And he asks every day on Twitter for a fight. It makes no sense. Dan Hooker's 13. He's going back to lightweight now. You talked about that today. Riddell, I don't know where he's at, but he, he should fight. And then Ferrer hasn't been fighting much either since he fought Gillespie. So half these guys aren't fighting. And they shouldn't be ranked if they're not going to fight. Because a guy like Grant Dawson wants to fight. A guy like Bobby Green wants to fight all the time. I just think these rankings are messed up. But anyways, that it doesn't... We all know they don't matter, but... It matters when it comes to the matchmaking because these guys are going to say, oh, well, he's unranked. I'm not going to fight him. That's what's going to happen, Marcel. Mm -hmm. So Grant Dawson's probably not going to get a top 15 guy unless maybe Ferreira signs on the fighter because I don't think anyone else is going to. Or maybe Hooker, someone mentioned him. Potentially. 
you know? So, yeah. I just think that these guys need to start fighting more often because the guy like Grant Dawson really is close to that top 15, in my opinion. All right, let's go to the next fight. Darren Elkins defeats Tristan Conley. I mean, this was a great fight, man. I think we both called this one decision for, for Elkins. Not not really, the, I don't think it's the hardest fight to call. I mean, Conley's definitely a, a gamer and everything, but Elkins just beat him everywhere, kind of, Marcel. Um, just, like, if you're talking about who's going to win a grinding wrestling match, how can you go against Elkins? You know what I mean? I thought it was a good fight, though. I really did think it was a, a good, fun fight. But Elkins gets the job done. Any thoughts? Yeah, man, typical Elkins fight again. You know, not as bloody as normal, but still bloody. Um yeah, he won the fight, man. He, he did look he did look uh, good, not great, but just good, and uh, he did enough to beat Connolly. So uh, yeah, well done by by Elkins after that. Uh, yeah, that horrible showing against Swanson for him. So uh, yeah, good for him to uh, to get back on track. I'm still not convinced that 145 is where this guy should be fighting Connolly. You know, he won he won that fight 170 against Pereira. It looked amazing. Obviously, Pereira gassed himself. Though. We all know that. But <laughs> dropping two weight classes, he lost both his fights since then. I mean, why did he skip 155? You know, the extra 10 pounds no is huge, right? The extra no. 10 pounds is a killer, man. For a guy who's 36, I think he is, 37 almost. Like, anyways, it's up to him, but I, I, I think that maybe he could try 155 because, you know, he's competitive but not winning at 145. And then the last main card fight, Christoph Jocko defeats Gerald Mearsharp by decision. I mean, good for him, man. You know, he, he really just – he looked great in this fight. I mean, to me, this was one of Jocko's best fights, Marcel. I thought he looked great. Um, and Gerald Mearshart just couldn't get it going. It, this is one of Mearshart's worst fights, I think. It was, one of, it was, it was Jocko's best fight, arguably, and, and Mearshart's worst fight in a long time since, since he fought, you know, Hamza, which, again, he got knocked out. The thing is, like, the fights that have gone decision for him, like against uh, Anders, because most of Gerald's fights in the distance, right? But the Anders fight and the Holland fight that went to a split decision were very competitive. This fight was not. This was a complete blowout. So give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Oh, Marcel dipped out, guys. Sorry about that. I don't know where he went. Um, is Conley still UFC caliber? I think uh, I took the dog shot. Thought he could win. It's not bad, man. But I just think like he. I don't know why he skipped that weight class completely. You know, uh, Jocko was. He is a decision machine. You know, it, this was one of those ones last week. Where I, I kind of took a risk picking the um, shark because I thought he could sell him, but it was a mistake, obviously. Any thoughts on this Marcel? Because I, I thought Jocko looked really good. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, th- I, I said, like, if Mershad can get it to the ground like he does uh, normally, he will probably get the session. So, uh, yeah, Jocko did well. Uh, Mershad couldn't get his game going. And, uh, yeah, good one. Charles didn't look like himself in this fight. You know, he looked really tired, which is not, not really him. He doesn't really get tired in this fight. So, it is what it is. He lost the fight. But you can see uh, Duke Rufus screaming at him. Come on, Gerald. we got, like, two minutes left. you got to submit him. He just couldn't get that triangle up. He couldn't get the armor up. This is what it is, you know? Anyways, um, let's go to the next fight here. I mean, this fight was kind of a joke. Alexander Ronoff just destroys Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman landed zero strikes in the fight, Marcel. He got completely wiped out. Uh, key lock submission win for Romanoff. I mean, Romanoff calls out. Uh, let's not even talk about this fight. Let's talk about his next fight. <laughs> he wants to fight Gusto Sakai. I think it makes a lot of sense, you know? Gusto's. Somehow in the top 15, even though he hasn't won in a while. And uh, I think Romanov destroys him. I think Romanov's minus 1,000 against him, too. Any thoughts? Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, I think, uh, by the way, your stream is freezing for me. I don't know if anybody else sees that. Um, So, yeah, what we expected from Romanov, he did. The thing is, if you're that big of a favorite, you still have to show it. You know what I mean? And he did it. Um, Went for the takedown, got him down. Sherman got up. And then he suplexed him. crazy 
and uh, yeah, you finish it pretty quick, like we actually expected. Um, now we want Sakai. I think he walks through Sakai as well, you know. So, um, yeah. I think he walks through pretty much everybody in the between the top 10, top 15. Maybe, maybe he will have difficulties with Pavlovich, but he said that he thinks Pavlovich is like one of the hardest guys in the division. I don't know if you yeah. heard him talking. I apologize, guys. I mean, for me, it's not freezing, but if you're seeing that, I apologize. Can't do anything about it, though. Um, but it's, it's okay on my end, which is good. He also called out John Jones, too. Um, someone's they won. Yeah, I saw that. About that. Yeah, I mean, that fight doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's not going to get that anyway, so. Yeah. No, but I think that uh, Sakai makes a lot of sense, right? It's a good call out. It's a fight. You, could, you should win that fight, too. Keeps him moving up. Because, right, you know, it's crazy, though. Like, he beats an unranked Sherman who came in on short notice, and he, it might get him ranked in the top 15. Why did it take like that to, to happen? You know, <laughs> yeah. Why is Walt Harrison number fourteen? Tell me why. Why is he in the? Because people feel bad for him still. Like, I feel bad for him. We all do. I mean, he lost his daughter, but it shouldn't yeah, sure. mean that he's ranked in the top fifteen. He hasn't won forever. Like, Arlovsky has a better uh, argument to be in the top fifteen. Marcel. Good, good. Glad, glad to hear that guy. Sorry about that. You never know what the internet. You never know what the internet. Oh, got. But yeah, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like, good. You're looking sexy again. <laughs> But yeah, I think like I'm just confused. Like, why is Walt Harrison in the top fifteen? Like, really? Uh, I don't. And why is Shamil Abdurakimov? Like, when was the last time he won a fight? Yeah, what, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Like, these oh man, these rankings just bother me. But again, they don't. We all know they don't matter, but they do when it comes to the match rating because guys will say, "Well, he's unranked. I'm not going to fight him," or Dude, "He's too ranked too high. I'm not going to fight him." Remember in New York when um, Habib had to fight Ferguson, or, or no, Habib had to fight Max Holloway. And Holloway didn't fight, and then they asked Paul Felder to step up, and he wanted it, but yeah. the commission didn't allow it because he wasn't ranked. And then it yeah. went to L. Yeah, I remember Quinta. that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, when, for the whole Connor thing. And yeah, I mean, Andrew, I'm just looking at his record. You know, Harris's his best win is Olympic from 2019, June 2019. Actually, sorry, Spivak from May 2019. We'll give him that one, okay? We'll give him Spivak. But I don't even think Spivak's ranked either, is he? No. He should be ranked, right? Didn't he? I he agree. has a win over Taiki Vesa. Submitted him. I think it was even more recent than that fight with Walt Harris. This doesn't make sense, guys. This makes no sense. That's the other thing. Juan Espino arguably beat him in that fight. You know, the one with the with the nut shot in the third round. <laughs> I think I think Juan won that. Should have won that fight by decision, honestly. And I think that's maybe why the UFC is giving him a slower build. Maybe. Let me ask you this: If they how if they match up Arlovsky and Romanov, who wins that fight? Romanov. I have no doubt in my Romanov wins that fight. But the thing is that it's maybe a safer fight for Arlovsky than a fight against an Aspinall or, or whatever. You know, you know what I mean? Because Romanov is more wrestling-heavy based. I think he beats a lot. I'm just looking at the top 15 right now, guys. Let's, you know, I'll pull it up here just so we can. it's easier for everyone to see. I think he. I think looking at it right now, Romanov beats a lot of these guys. Like, yeah. Okay, so obviously in the Gonro, Gon, Stipe, those three, I mean, those are really hard fights. Tuvesa... You never know puncher's chance, but honestly, Romanov could just take him down and beat him. Yeah. I, I think it's honestly, I think that's a good matchup for Romanov. To be honest with you, Marcel, I agree. Blade, Blades is a hard fight for him, obviously, because he matches him in the ground game, and then I think Blades will have the striking. Lewis would be interesting because Lewis can be taken down, but he gets back up somehow, and that would be an interesting fight. Asimov would be a hard fight for anyone. Volkov would be kind of interesting, but I also think he get taken down. Rosa strike can get taken down. Dawkins would get taken down, hundred percent. So right now, Marcel, I know he's not ranked, but he beats all. I think he beats most of these guys. Maybe also, not Pavlovich. That'd be a hard fight, you know. Also, but Ivanov think, is still ranked, man. I mean, I, I he's another he guy should be ranked. Week, he hasn't won a fight in what three years? I think it was his last win or something. Yeah. Like, that's not right. It's not if you haven't won a fight in like two years, maybe one or two years. 
three years, get him out of the rankings. And I like the guy. He's a good fighter and everything, but mm-hmm. come on. You know? Glenn said he wants uh, Roman Reigns to be back up in London. That card is Aspinall against... Blades. What? Blades. Holy shit, what a fight, eh? Aspinall, Blades, Harold Hermanson against Dill, Gustafson yeah. against Krilov. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Romanov against Tabura would be... I think that's an interesting fight, too, because Tabura does have decent wrestling, right? So... You know, it'd be interesting, but I think he wins that fight too. I, anyways, the point is, like, even though he's not ranked, I think Romanov beats half these guys more. So I really mm-hmm. do. Orlovsky gets finished by Romanov, and then Dio Miles still scores it for Pitbull, probably. <laughs> 10 8 him and then loses 29 28. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Francisco Figueredo, Marcel over Dan. So this was probably my best pick of the night here. Um, I didn't think he'd win by Nibar in a minute, but he gets the job done. This was like one of the only good picks I made in this card. Uh, there was four underdogs that won, I believe. Wait, hold on. Vera, Britu, Figueredo, and, and Shanna Young. So four dogs I picked. I got one right out of the four. That's not bad. I'll take it. I usually get one of them right, which is good. Um, uh, go ahead. I was watching the fight, and I th- <laughs> I saw uh, the Silva going for the takedown. It's like, nice. And then out of nowhere, uh, Figueredo took that knee bar, and he, ta- and he tapped out. I was like, Adam definitely has a stiff <laughs> right now. You know? <laughs> had to, had to, had to. And again, you know, it wasn't my best night, but this was a good pick by me. Um I just think the guy is a, he's a little underrated, I think, honestly, because of that Malcolm Gordon fight where everyone expected him to, to dominate and he lost. But honestly, Malcolm Gordon is a good grappler. He does that podcast with James Lynch, uh, uh, Marcel. Malcolm, he's a Canadian fighter. He's got a bad chin, right? We've seen him get knocked out. But honestly, he's he's got good grappling. And, you know, I don't think that's a horrible loss now that you look back at it. Um, just the Silva guy, do you think he gets cut? He's 0-2 now with two finished losses in, like, the you know first round or two. I hope not, because I see the talent in him, you know. I think uh, he, he lost to Molina and to Figueredo yeah. now. You know, the Molina fight wasn't bad. You know, I think yeah. it was really good. And also, he did well taking down Figueredo, but he got in that knee bar. So, two finishes. I don't know. I, I hope he gets another one. He's a teammate of uh, Charles Oliveira. So, I hope Charles can do a good work for him, because I think Maybe, he has a talent, you know. Danny's Bondar, you could give him that guy. The guy yeah, that Gordon beat, I think he broke his arm. Did he, like, yeah. break his arm in that fight? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You might be over for a while. Nice haircut, Marcel. You got a haircut? Yeah, here. Nice. Look at look at Marcel. He looks sharp, man. Look at this guy. Sexy dude. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight here. Gabe Green knocks out Johan Lennes in the second round. My fucking God. Are you kidding me? This yeah. one pissed me off. Dude, but you kind of called, called it. You picked the wrong I, guy, but you kind of called it. I, I, I called the fight well. I, yeah. I broke it down well because I said, you know, he's got to knock him in the first two rounds. Or he can grind it out. If not, he gets finished late, which is what happened. But didn't win the picks or the bet, yeah. so I'm not going to pat myself in the back for that one, Marcel. I can't. Um, I thought he looked great though in that first round, and then he dropped the guy in the second round, and then just completely quit, Marcel. He just gave up. Yeah. He just fell yeah. down and folded up shop. I think I dropped with a, with, with a body punch. Body think, shot, right? yeah, yeah, I guess. But I mean, the way he just was like covering up. I saw. He wasn't completely knocked yeah. out, you know. I was Green surprised is, he gave up so easily. Honestly, guys, dude, so. Green is so tough, right? I mean, he is tough. He keeps trying. It was literally hurt by that huge hook he got uh, knocked down with, I think. And after, and like one half minute later, two minutes later, he, he stops him. Crazy, man. I think that dude, he asked for a rematch with Daniel Rodriguez. Honestly, I'd give it to him, man. I understand that Rodriguez might deserves a higher ranked opponent, but Green took that fight on short notice back then against Rodriguez, you know? Maybe, so, but I, uh, I think D-Rod's another guy that should get a top 15 opponent. You know? I, I, kind of, I agree with you. You got a broken hand right now. I think that's why they didn't do Kevin Holland, because that's the fight they were trying to make, but you know, they could do the rematch. I just think maybe down the road, what's he loses again? Maybe you could do it then. No, but yeah, I just, 
I, I think Lohan's very talented, Marcel, but I'm disappointed by what happened. He gassed out really bad in this mm-hmm. fight, man, and just kind of quit. Like I said, it is what it is. He Once he couldn't knock him out with that punch, he maybe was like, I don't have any gas left. I can't do it. So I still think the guy's talented. I think he's going to beat some a lot of guys, Marcel, still at the bottom weight class, you know, because he's got – we saw the wrestling too, right? Remember the wrestling, yeah. Marcel? That's why I was, I was like, yes, he's wrestling him. Smart. But I think in the second round also, you know, he dropped and then went for a rear naked choke. Why? Like, why? You know, should have just pounded his face in. Maybe he could have got him out of there. It is what it is. Gabe Green's got toughness. He's got good cardio. But I think he's very hittable, man. I think he's going to lose again. You know, I think I think Gabe Green's going to get knocked out again. Lyman Good, I don't believe, is in the UFC anymore, my friend. Right? Yes. He, he is? Lyman Good's still in the UFC. Really? Yeah. But I thought he was – I thought he had – really? I know he, he tested is. pods of, like, a couple years ago. Am I wrong? Yeah, he's a fought in two years. But he is still. He has, uh, he has some uh, some stuff to take care of, as far as I know. But he is still. Okay, that'd be a fun fight then. Yeah, I mean, you know, Lyman – Lyman's in the UFC for seven years and has six fights. He barely fights, man. But it'd be a fun fight. Gunnar Nelson? I mean, I guess you could do that. Rafa Garcia, this is a different weight class, my friend. They can't do that fight. He, Green used to fight at lightweight, but not anymore. He's at welterweight now. Uh, speaking of lightweights, Nathan Levy defeats Mike Breeden by decision. I think this was the fight of the night up until the main event. You know, this was such mm-hmm. a great fight. Awesome fight, man. And I think because of this fight, Marcel, I, I hope they give Mike Breeden one more fight because he's a pretty fun guy to watch, to be honest with you. But like I said, I actually broke down this fight really good last week. I said Levy was going to use the grappling uh, to win the fight, and that's where he did nine takedowns for himself. So he gets the job done. Nathan Levy, um, one and one now. You see Mike Green zero and two. But I hope they give Mike Green one more fight. But yeah, Nathan Levy gets the job done. Any thoughts? Yeah, um, great fight. I think Levy deservedly won the fight, but that was a good one. Yeah. I think Breeden did as well, uh, well as well. Uh, did I ever told you that Mike Breeden blocked me on Instagram a few years Why? ago? The funny thing is, so um, I, I tagged him for the Dana White Contender Series fight, just in the in the in the how do you say that in the schedule, and uh, he accepted the, he accepted the tag, and then later he blocked me. I was like, "What the hell? I'm blocked. I have no idea." And at a certain moment, so uh, I think once like uh, when he made his debut, I actually um, scooped his first fight, his debut fight. So I asked his management, "It's like." Why this, did he actually block me on Instagram? I didn't do anything wrong. So he's like, so as management's like, okay, we're going to ask him. So they asked him and uh, he unblocked me. So I was like, why did he block me? And the management said, yeah, he also didn't even know why he blocked you. Maybe a mistake. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it is what it is. Who cares? It's not like, you know, he'll be in the UFC for a long list. He might get one more fight, but, you know, and he's on a four fight deal. He'll Maybe he'll get the last two. Um, Let's go to the next fight here. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Actually, this fight makes I don't know if they this train good... together or not. Do they train together? No, no, no. They're not my talking oh. about. Sorry, Nathan Levy trains with uh, Jenkins, I believe. Yeah. They're both at Syndicate. Sorry. Yeah, Breen's like with Kraus. That makes sense, Perfect. right? This is the yeah. This is good matchmaking. Look at that, Andrew. You took over Sean Shelby's job today. Any interviews coming up, Marcel? You have anyone on the pipeline? No, only, only my, my colleague at Eurosport has an interview with, let me think, with, with um with Michael Chandler coming up nice. this week, and with with or Justin Gaethje or Rose Namajunas, one of the two. I don't know. You know, Michael still Chandler. He's still following me on Twitter. Ten years later, I followed him the night where he beat Gono in in uh, just in, in outside Toronto. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And Marcel, like now he's. I mean, that was when he. You know, not a lot of people knew who he was. Now he's you know one of the best in the world. I can't wait for that fight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Last fight in the card: Shannon Young knocks out, or not knocks out, but stops Gina Mazzani. Second round punches. From back control, another quit job of Gina Mazzani, Marcel. She quit again. I can't believe it. 
I, I, I don't. I, is it really a, a cardio problem? And she trains it with Carlos and those guys, and she just gives up in her fight. I don't get it. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, somebody said an appropriate joke to me, and I'm not gonna say it here. But um, I'll tell you off, off the record. Sure. Um, yeah, it's weird, you know, because those guys at Gloria uh, MMA and Fitness are always super uh, high on their cardio and good on their cardio, you know. And definitely her boyfriend Elliot, you know, he's yeah. always cardio machine machine. So um, I think she did well in the first round. Second round, she completely faded, you know. And uh, Young took over, and Young got the finish. I gotta think this is it for Mazani, you know. But uh, yeah, I think we'll so. see. Dude. Two and six in the UFC. Two and six. Yeah, I know. Crazy. You know, Tristan, I saw this to a lot of people about this game. It happens, right? Like, they all were kind of fading young. But something I forgot to mention last week, but she had moved down a weight class, Marcel Young. Yeah. She moved down to 25. And it's something that uh, once I realized that, I was like, oh, maybe this fight's going to be a little more interesting than I thought at first. And she got the job done. I don't think she's that good, though, Marcel, Shannon Young. I honestly don't think so. But she's be she's good enough to beat Gene um, uh, Mazzini. This guy's telling you to say the joke. Say it. The, the Bart Simpson me say the that's joke. Super, that's, that's super disrespectful, man. You can't do it's it. So man. You can't do it, guys. You can't do it. Marcel's in the media. You can't do it now. Can't do it. Anyways, I, I, oh, right, let's get this. Oh yeah, here's a good question. I think Candler had a bad weight cut too because he came in. He was the last guy to weigh in with like just a few minutes left, Marcel, and then he pulls up with an illness next day. And as far as Sherman goes, no one. I don't think anyone ever like reported on it. Any thoughts on, on Candelero? Because I think it was a bad weight cut too for him. Due to illness, they said, and I don't know anything else than that. So, uh, yeah, it's possible. Um, they rebooked it, right, for the Blachowicz against Rakic card on uh, May 14th. Yeah. So, um, they'll have yeah. to wait a little bit. It just sucks for for Tyra, you know. I mean, yeah. uh, also for Candelario, but definitely for Tyra. He was supposed to, to make his debut, Candelario as well, but he wasn't the one who got ill, you know what I mean? So, um yeah, Would that make weeks. you change the pick now? Then you pick Carlos. Would that make you reconsider it for the two weeks? From I don't now, know or? because then it's May fourteenth, you know, and it's all it's a difficult thing to get again. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm not sure yet. I was already 50-50 on this one. I think he had a good chance to win, though. Honestly, I, I think that was a really close fight, you know. But anytime you hear a guy pulls over an illness, it's kind of scary, right? And then you drop jumps back in the cage two weeks later. Like, you wonder what I, – I still think it must have been weight cut related because, like, what else could it have been, right? He didn't look good at the weigh-ins, man. He was the last guy to weigh in, you know. He made it, but it wasn't, like, an easy weight cut. Anyways, I think that's it for UFC Vegas uh, 53, guys. Let's go to PFL now. Talk a little about PFL, Marcel. I'm not sure if you had a chance to watch the card, Marcel. Did you, I did saw you a few fights. Yeah, so, you know what? I've been watching PFL um, because it's been on Wednesday and Thursday. Now they're going back to Friday, so it's going to be a little harder to watch, I think. But – I like the midweek card. Um, you know, for me, you know, I think PFL, they're doing a good job, you know. Um, there's a lot of good fighters, and I think they're getting paid well, which is just good to see. But not not many people are watching it, you know, which is unfortunate because I think I do think there's some good fights. Let's just go through this card. And again, Marcel, 10 and 0 in my picks last week. Can you believe that? And of course, I shit the bed with the UFC. Of course, right? Always happens <laughs> like that. You can't be perfect every night, my friend. Let's yeah. just go through this card. Bruno Capeloza knocks us through Austin. I mean, that fight was pretty easy to call, right? He was a minus 1,000 favorite. Mm -hmm. Chris Wade, we both picked him, Marcel, yeah. Lance Palmer, and he was the underdog in that fight, plus 100. Dude, Lance Palmer, he's going to have a tough way again. He looked awful, get... right? Didn't he looked yeah. terrible. He looked terrible, right? What's wrong with this guy, Marcel? What happened to him? I have no idea, man. Yeah, last year as well. I don't know. He's on a three-fight losing skid. He was, like, arguably the best featherweight outside of the UFC for a while. Yeah. Arguably. He won the he was. tournament. Yeah. He won the tournament twice. He was a guy that I think I mean, I said the UFC should have signed him years ago. He was one of those uh, guys from uh, Alpha Male, the Party Palmer. But the fighting style is not the most exciting, right? I get it. UFC passed with him. But still, 
I'm surprised he's he's losing so bad now. It doesn't look like he's evolved his game. He looks like he's just kind of really in a decline phase of his career. How old is yeah. he? Checker. It's got to be like what 34, maybe 35. So you know, he's only a year older than me, Marcel. But you start to get <laughs> in the mid 30s, guys. You get you know slow down a little bit. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying here, Andrew. The wear and tear. I think so too. Like I said, 35. He's been fighting for what 10 years now, so it, it catches up. He's had a lot of fights too. That's everything, Marcel. We gotta mention this. The PFL, they fight often, right? They fight a lot of fights in a short amount of time. That can't be easy on your body and your brain. You know, it can't be. True. Brandon Lofton defeats Ray OG Kudo by a technical decision. Another technical decision. It's fucking nuts how many times we've seen it this year, right? Man, I, this, you, I, I saw this fight. Did you watch the fight? Yeah. Okay, so first round, Kudo drops in, wins the round. Second round was close, but I think Lofton won. And the third round, it was a I think it was an accidental headbutt, and then he wins on cards. Kudo almost got kind of screwed in a way too, you know, because he didn't have that last two minutes to, to win the fight. This was an accident though. It wasn't like uh, Martin Boudet with that elbow or uh, what was the other one? Cal Baraldo with the Cal Baraldo. Yeah, it wasn't like that. This was like, this was an accident. Um, I'm okay with the decision, but he did not look like a minus a thousand favorite. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think uh, uh, many people uh, thought that Lochne would have won more easier than he did, you know. And I did as well, to be really honest. So, yeah. The fact he got dropped is concerning to me, man. Yeah. I don't know who's fighting next. I don't know if they've made the, the next no. fights yet. But, like, if he fights, you know, some of these killers at 155, man, you know, they, they might drop him and knock him out. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Hanan Ferreira. Uh, defeats uh, Jamel Jones. Sorry, 145. Not sorry, not 155. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like I'm just looking at the other guys. Like, there's a lot of wrestlers like Wade and Jenkins and everything. But you know, some of these guys that hit hard, he could like a Shane Marias. Like, I could catch him, Marcel. That'd be an interesting fight. Yeah, I mean, the, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Kudo could have won the second round. Like, I don't. I think this was a close fight. I don't you know. know. Yeah, I, re- I honestly really wonder how they make those regular season fights, man. If they just flip a coin, or oh, are they too. really like, yeah? Because sometimes I'm like, you know, they can really uh, do something in their favor because now with Palmer not having any points, yep. they can make him fight somebody who's stylistically a good matchup for him to get him further. I agree. I mean, and they gave Chapaloza like the easiest fight he could have against yeah. a guy with no chin. He's been knocked out every loss of his career. I agree mm-hmm. completely. It's crazy that Stuart Austin has that win over Tom Aspinall. This guy is not yeah. good at all. He's not good. He gets knocked in every fight. It's crazy. Henry Ferrer is good. Someone mentioned him earlier. I mean, the guy is definitely good. He knocks out Jamal Jones 25 seconds. Brutal. Way late of a stoppage, too. I think I think it was Keith Peterson. I can't remember. But, man, it was brutal. This guy says he sucks. He gets close to me, but he used to quit fighting. That's not very nice. But, yeah, I mean, this was a – he's 12-8 and eight now, this guy, Jamal Jones-Marcel. Two straight mm-hmm. losses by knockout. He's been knocked out uh, five, six times, six Did times you- in his career. He also lost in the contender series again. Yeah, he did. He lost contender to Mike Rodriguez. Yeah. He lost to William Knight in CS by knockout. He lost on Ultimate Fighter to Myron Dennis by knockout. I forgot about that. He fought him in, on, on uh, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, this guy, I mean, he's he's a powerful guy, obviously, right? He's got True. some power himself, but that's a lot of knockouts, man. You know, it's just very concerning. So, yeah. Um, and then, but Ferreira's a beast, man. You know, it's it. He's a guy that, if he's in the UFC, I think he beat a lot of guys. I'll tell you that right now. I think he's got yeah. a lot of power, Marcel. I feel like the UFC missed a boat on him, dude. On a good why did they sign him? Tell me why they didn't sign him. I don't get it. Yeah, they, and they, they, they signed Vendera, you know, and he beat Vendera. So, yeah, uh, I don't get it. That's a mistake. They, they fucked up on that because he's good. Uh, I guess because of that Brett Martin fight with that, you know, that uh, DQ or whatever. Maybe they were like, ah, I don't want this guy, but he's good, man. He is a good fighter. All right. Dennis Goldsov, that fight was a complete joke against Corey, Cody Goodall. That, that fight was just a joke, Marcel. Uh, 30, <laughs> what was it? Three minutes. It was just the guy's face looked like he 
He actually, his face looked like Rob Font after 25 minutes of Chio Vera, after three minutes of this fight. And also, this guy, I was looking at his record because he was a short notice, Marcel, this guy. Yeah. He didn't fight at all from 2011 to 2018. I was just wondering. I'm like, where was this guy? Was he in the slammer for all those years? Like, where was he? <laughs> Seriously, where was he for seven years, man? It makes no sense. Anti Delia <laughs> defeats uh, Matthias Scheffel <laughs> by knockout. Anti's a beast, eh, Marcel? Yeah, he is. Uh, I think. Uh... Listen, man, at a certain moment, you remember he was supposed to fight Cyril Gunn, Cyril right? Gunn in the UFC. Yeah. yeah, but uh, he has still had a contract with PFL, so uh, yeah. That would happen, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah. he's good. He, he's another he guy that I, I wish he was in the UFC. He can knock a lot of people out. Baba Jenkins defeats Kyle Bocciak. I don't know if you guys watched this fight. His eye was so fucked up, and the doctor or the referee didn't stop the fight to take a look, and he said after the fight, you couldn't see a thing. So I think that honestly, this guy. Could have lost by by uh, I not like doctor stoppage, but they didn't they didn't want to stop it. So it is what it is, but it's just crazy. Some fights get stopped by the doctor, and some don't even get checked. You know, Marcel, that's a, that's one of those things that's very inconsistent as well. I agree. Call the night here by your your uh, yours truly. Clinton Abreu plus one seventy five dog here against Adam Karish. Marcel, this is my best pick of the night. Uh, gets the job done. You know, like I said, Karish, you know, decent striker. I actually think this guy should move down in weight. You know, th- this guy shouldn't be fighting this weight class. Um, looked very just. He didn't look like he was in shape at all. I'll be honest with you. Um, Abreu also is fighting out of his weight class, but much more experienced guy gets the job done. Shane Marais gets. He looked really good in his fight, Marcel. I don't know if you saw this one. He basically yeah. wrestled. Smart game plan. The smartest I've ever seen him fight. Looked we good. Both call, we both called that. So yeah. yeah. And then Alejandro Flores defeats uh, Saba Balagi by a decision. He actually out wrestled the wrestler Marcel in this fight. <laughs> so it's one of those fights. Uh, here's the other thing. We'll mention this really quick. I completely forgot the Tough 30 was, was even starting tomorrow until I saw someone tweet about it. They're like, Tough 30 starts tomorrow. Like, who do you guys like? Listen, will I watch it? Maybe. Because I want to – I'll watch the fights. I usually just watch the fights, Marcel. Me too. I, I'm kind of done with the show. And, and it's complete. I'm, I'll, I'll take a I look really at focus the, on this. the drama, yeah. but I'm with you. Like, I'm more into the fights. That's why I really think Contender Series is better. It's much more better. Yeah. yeah. I, I, sure. I don't know. Is there a way they could just do the tournament, like – Outside of the Ultimate Fighter, like do you have to do it on the Ultimate Fighter? I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Um, we got a couple minutes left here. Uh, also, yeah, I, I do the same thing. So do I. Uh, I guess Simon's Chimmons Hill. Yeah, you know he moved up in weight too. That's the other thing. He's at one forty-five now, so I think that also helps. We're gonna go to Marcel's page really quick because there were some fights announced this week. We'll do this and we'll get out of here, Marcel. Yeah. Let's go to this quickly, guys. So here's a fight Marcel mentioned. This is in, in uh, England, in London. Glenn, are you going to this card? You probably are, right? I mean, this should be a great fight. Um, Hermiston and Till. This is such a crazy fight, man. Blades and Aspinall. I think this is such a hard fight for, for Tom. I got to be honest I think with so you. so, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, are you surprised they didn't do Aspinall and Ty and then gone in Blades? Are you surprised? That would have made much more sense to be really Wait, honest. Didn't it? I'm a little yeah. surprised because now you're it, – just say Ty and Aspinall lose, which they might both lose. Then you yeah. just killed off a new contender, right? Whereas otherwise, you would have had a brand new, uh, basically, contender, you know? This is a hard – he could still win, Marcel, but I think this is going to be a very difficult fight to pick. i, I got to be yeah. honest with you. I don't know. Catter and uh, Edmund, what a fight. I mean, this is, an, this is a five-round fight main event as well. Great fight. Should be a good one. This is uh, coming up. Uh, that was, we booked – was there anything else? Someone just mentioned – oh, here we go. Uh, gone into Tuesa. Another, it's a good fight. I just think that they could have did it with Tuvesa and, and, and Aspen. Also, this fight's so long away in September. Yeah. You know? 
so long way. Man, I feel that's that got another opponent. Team needs Kevin Hall. This is a good fight. And then someone just mentioned uh, Jacoby and Dan Jung. Is that official, Marcel? That's official. Yeah, that's, I posted that, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we mentioned it or not. Also, uh, this is a good question. The road to the UFC thing. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like an ultimate fighter, isn't it, Marcel, basically? Yeah, pretty much. It's also a tournament, I think. I don't know for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got to get out of here, Marcel. I'm pretty much talked out too. So if you want, let's just plug our stuff, my friend, and, and we'll get out of here, Marcel. And Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, the Mixed Martial Arts section, the Eurosport.nl page. Yeah. You guys can follow me on Twitter at mmadamartinpodcast, mmadamartinpodcast.com. It's on our YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Like Tristan said in the comments, hit that like button, guys. Spread the word. We always like you people listening, so it's a lot of fun. I always enjoy my Monday and Tuesday nights with you, Marcel, and you guys in the chat. Um, also at bookies.com, my best bets. They weren't good last week, but it'll be better this week. I'm going to go three for three this week. I can feel it. Uh, and then, obviously, MyMNews.com for some news. Um, Marcel, be back tomorrow with you, 5 p.m. Eastern. Be breaking down 15 fights, UFC 274, my friend. Can't wait. I'm excited, man. Some really, really tough fights to pick. So I'm really curious to see who you're going to pick in some of these fights. So have a great uh, evening, everyone. We'll be back uh, tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Eastern. Peace.